for great ideas and practical tools you can start using tomorrow to grow your business and separate you from the competition, you've come to the right place. If you're into B2B marketing and sales, then welcome to the one and only B2B marketing and sales podcast. With over 60 and counting total years in the trenches of businesses small and large, they have a plethora of knowledge and experience that generate you more leads, capture more clients, ring up more sales. Well, doggone it, just make you more money. How about that? Always thought-provoking, yet dubiously entertaining. Please welcome to their respective microphones across three time zones, your co-ringmasters, the Dave Loomis, and not the rock star, Steve Miller. Okay. Hey, everybody, this is Steve Miller. And the Dave Loomis. And the Dave Loomis, that's right. Steve Miller, better known as Kelly's dad, and the T, capital T, capital H, capital E, Dave Loomis, you know, and we are the Orange Twins. We are, Um, you know, we're we're a pair of uh, Fanta sodas, is what we are. (laughs) That's reaching that. Sure. So, uh, anyway, and uh, welcome to another episode of the B two B Marketing and Sales Podcast, which we are now pushing hundreds, hundreds of people have been listening to our podcast and and uh, and a few, you know, watching some of the videos that are on my YouTube channel. Uh, and thank you very much for everybody for, for joining us. So we we only have a little over 20 minutes to chat about the topics that we that we think are really important to you guys. Uh, we want we want to give you good stuff, good information, good knowledge, good perspective uh, from our years of experience. And today we're going to talk about something that I kind of have a little beef with but just a little one okay because because last time we talked about Mm. personas Mm -hmm. or personas or avatars or whatever you want to call them and uh um and we started and we kind of started to get into the abm part of that so abm which um i i've always called it i've always said that it stands for account-based marketing but you know, on if you go on the internet, it says like account-based management or or, or something like that. But I don't think it's management. I, I think it's marketing. We're yeah. we're biased, but I think it's marketing. Yeah, because that's that's exactly what we're talking about. So so and and all right, what is how would you explain ABM to somebody? I would say it's a strategy of targeting specific accounts and the people within those accounts. And I think that's I think that is a really precise way of putting it. I think that's really really good, uh, um, and and it's a little bit of a twist on what you would just generally call the general marketing approach. You know, companies take where they they kind of just go go out. I mean, they might they might have a target market out there of an industry or something like that, and then they, and they run advertising or they you know or they they you know. Uh, um, go on social media or something like that. And they're talking kind of to a broad audience of somebody in a particular industry, for example, and then hoping that somebody will respond to them. While ABM tends to be a a much more of a laser beam targeted approach where you're, you know, when you say uh, you're looking for the companies, basically what you're doing is you're you're saying, we're going to go after the the companies that we specifically want to go to. 
right? Right. Exactly. Exactly. And the 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 way that you determine whether that's a feasible strategy for you is, I think, you have to look at your business strategy first and say, who are you? Who are you targeting? What is your segmentation strategy for your whatever you're selling, product, service, what have you? And if one of your segments has uh, enough identifiable companies, then there's no reason why you shouldn't think, at least think about, if not activate, some sort of ABM strategy. And it's been called lots of different things. This is not new, right? Obviously, people have been targeting companies oh, gosh. for 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 eons. I was doing. <laughs> right? I was yeah. I was doing this back in the in the the eighties. Right. You, you weren't know, calling it account based. I mean, you we just calling it all them, sorts we, of stuff. We called them whales. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's a there big. Were, it's a big company. Well, it, yeah, and and I think maybe today, maybe instead of saying it's a big company, it's more it's like okay, it's a company that's meaningful to you. Yeah, that's um, identifiable, and and you could target it. Yeah, exactly, yeah, exactly right. Because I think it would be, I mean, I think it would be odd if I had because almost every client I've ever talked to, if I say to them, um, who are who are who, who are the six most important targets for you out there. I don't, I don't think I've ever had anybody say to me, gee, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> they all know who, who would be the best targets. Those are the whales. Right. Yep. Yep. And, and it, can be, it can be large, small, and it doesn't have to be six. It can be hundreds and hundreds if you have the staff or the wherewithal or the desire to do it. I have uh, examples in my past of a startup company with 4,000 dollars in revenue doing this. I have $4 million and I have $4 billion. One of my clients right now has for years had a very targeted account-based strategy. And in their case, they're not even necessary, with the exception of national accounts, they're not even the salespeople for most of these. They actually do the research on the accounts and people and turn it over to independent dealers who then sell. Okay. And and why not? Yeah, they're just yeah. Get, in, increasing their odds of, well, of landing business. See, I think you know when I said at the beginning, where I say you know I have kind of a a, a beef to a pick beef, with yeah. this. Uh, see, because for for me, it's sort of like number one. You know, it's not new, right? You've you 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 made that clear, um, right? Uh, and and you know, and yet and yet you know, in the in today's world we you know we have these agencies that are out there saying oh you need to you need to learn this new thing abm and we're going to help you do that right and i'm like eh, you know what is this? don't do don't don't talk like that uh and uh, uh but the other <laughs> thing is that it seems to me like it it's a strategy that every company should have absolutely I agree with you too about that. It is sort of annoying because if you actually Google ABM and 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 look at some of the results, you're going to see like HubSpot come up and Marketo because they're so good at content that it rises to the top of Google. And if you look at it, their definition is exactly like ours, except it says that it's automated, that it's an automated way to contact targeted accounts and keep in touch with them. Well, the truth of the matter is account-based marketing can be, we've talked about digital and analog before on this show. 
And it, it, it can be lots of great digital stuff. And, and, you know, we're not saying that's wrong, but it can also be events. You can target specific people with events. Oh, you can yeah. target people with direct mail and give I mean, all sorts of ways to reach people. Yeah. Two, if you two know ex- them if they're identifiable. Yeah. I'll give you two examples from, from a trade show perspective. One, I was working with Emerson Electric uh, and we went to an air conditioning event and, uh, uh, and we targeted only 50 people. I mean, 50 companies. Right. Specifically 50 companies to come and see them. And it was, this was a big air conditioning event. And we designed the booth to where the booth was closed. And it was, and, and you could, and the only people that were allowed in were those 50 people. And that was it, right? And then, and then similarly, at the sporting goods show, sporting goods manufacturing show uh, years ago, uh, I was working with Nike, and Nike built an enormous exhibit, a huge, huge exhibit, okay? And then on the first day of the show, they sent out invitations to their 700 top customers and they said you can you can come in as an invited guest on the first day of the show and you are the only people who will be allowed in the booth on the first day of the show and so you'll get first crack at at all our new stuff and so at, on the first day of the show they had security guards post posted you know at the entrances and if you were not one of the 700 you did not get in so that's account-based point. marketing that's account-based marketing that's exactly yes. what that is. <laughs> yes, it is. It, it absolutely is. Now, um, on the digital side, I, I do want to give like some credit to some of the new tools because you wouldn't think that advertising could be so targeted that it could be used for ABM. But LinkedIn advertising, you can go into... Um, company manager and then campaign manager, and you can actually target specific companies and titles within there. And arguably that's part of an ABM strategy. And so that's, that's on the table now. And that didn't, that wasn't always on the table. And I, and I I definitely do not disagree with that, 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 that makes it more efficient, but, but at the same time, you you know, that's just progress. Okay. That's just progress. Right. It's, just, yes. it's just ABM instead of instead of people, you know, ABM, you know, traveling by horse and buggy. <laughs> you know, to, that to was go, a thing. I'm to, sure that was a to thing. Go see specific customers. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> you know, and, and, you know, to where then they get up on trains and and they're doing and they're, you know, music man selling musical instruments to a specific town or something like that. Uh, and, and, you know, then airplanes and then fax machines and then, uh, uh, you know, long distance calling that doesn't, this doesn't cost. I mean, that's all the tools are just getting more and more efficient as they get up. And that's where we, that's, you know, that's where we are now is the, is the tools are, are much more efficient now and give us, uh, give us a better way of, of communicating with them, of keeping information, you know, I mean, uh, uh, tracking them, all that stuff. But right. it's still, but you know what the yeah. common thing is that I just realized is that even when they were writing their target list on parchment with a ink pen, or you're writing it into a spreadsheet or into your CRM system or whatever, you actually have to make a list. Right. Somehow you have to make a list of who is in that 
what are the accounts in your ABM? And, and then who is, who, who do you want to call on? Who do you want to target? And sometimes that takes some research. It, and, you know, it's sort of like old fashioned, roll up your sleeves, blocking and tackling. This is what you got to do. Yeah. And sometimes I, you have I, to go I to keep the library. Coming up against this gray area between marketing and sales. And, you know, it doesn't matter what you call this, whether it's in the sales camp or the marketing camp. Right. People will fight over who, whose responsibility it is and who's going to do it, but it has to be done. Yeah. And then now there's lots of tools that'll yeah, help. Yeah. I mean, you. you know, let them duke out the attribution part. You know, the point is, is that you got to get them in the funnel. And that's, and so identifying them is the, is the big thing because that's the, that's step one is identifying. I call them the moose, right? And uh, identifying them, like even in your book, you know, when you go, when you went back into, you know, Paleolithic to, I don't know where, whenever. It was. Yes, the Stone Age. Stone Age. And, you know, they were, they had a target. Okay. And they, they, they learned who they, they target. did the river people. The, That's right. The mountain people had to go trade with the river people. Yeah. And yeah, they but, actually had a, a purse, a couple people in mind. Yeah. That yeah. was, an, that was ABM. Yeah, and that was ABM. that was ABM. So, yeah. so job one is to make the list. All right, job one is to make the list of who you know is to know your. And if you don't know your industry that well, well, and then you need to get out there and learn. Okay, because it, uh, um, you either need to go to trade shows or you need to study those things because you need to go learn. Don't just start scatter shooting. You know, uh, shotgun blasting you know, against the wall and hope that something sticks and that you hope that in there, there, there are some big, big whales. Uh, no, get, you know, it's, it's not that hard to get that information. Right. Um, I've got a question for you. Once you sell to a customer, does ABM stop? Well, well, first of all, well, actually, I think there's something in between first. Okay. okay. And that is, that is because, because, a big part of ABM then is then is w- once you've identified you know ABC Corporation, well now you got to now you got to find out all right who who in ABC Corporation do you need to be you know contacting? And it might be multiple people. And and in many cases it will be, many cases it will be multiple people. So then again you've got a situation where you've got to target them now. And here's where. You know, me and personas start to separate because I think it's very difficult for us to, you know, you know, uh, identify and describe one person, you know, that would be our target and that that same definition would apply to this company and this company and this company and this company. Uh, uh, I, I think there's a better way of, of describing it. Instead of describing the person by their age and gender and education and all that sort of the bottom line is what role do they play in the decision making process right influencer decision maker user user tech writer you know i've often told i've often i often tell people look you know you you have you have the decision maker somebody's going to be a decision maker in there you have the person who writes the checks you have the person who who uses the, the product or service that you're, you're describing, you know, and, 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 you know, and that's a minimum of three or four people right there. Right. And those are different strategies because they're different messages and they're probably different techniques or media 
to reach them and communicate with them. But I think when you do identify those people, then you have at least three jobs. One is you need to get their attention. Second is you need to uh, build a relationship with them. And the third is that you need to be top of mind when they're ready to buy. On the mind of the prospect when the prospect is ready to buy. Exactly, exactly right. Really, really important. And mm-hmm. uh, um, so, but you see, but I don't need an avatar. To, I, I just need to know their roles. Okay. Yeah. Do, they yeah. have a, do they have a role in the decision-making process? And, the, you know, they could be a man. They could be a woman. They could be, they, they could be a chimpanzee. I don't know what they could be. All right. But, but it, it, you don't need a, a persona for that. Right. I guess if you're selling to a zoo, (laughs) food to a zoo, the chimpanzee could be the user and therefore could be a part of the ABM strategy. So that's a very good point. It's not that far-fetched. Thank you for straightening me out on that. Yeah. So, okay. So let's say that you go through your strategy and you do actually get a sale out of it. Mm Mm-hmm. Does account-based marketing continue with the customer in your mind? Uh, I would say it. it uh, that's a, that's a great question. My my first reaction to that is no, because once you're in the company, once you've identified you identify the company to identify the people. You know, yep. Step one yep. is the company and then the people. Yep. Once you've got the company and the company is on your list, as long as, the, as, long as they're still, mm-hmm. you know, from a company perspective, have a need for your product or service, you know, uh, yeah. then, then, you know, they stay, they just stay, uh, uh, they, they permanently stay a prospect. So I have, uh, just to throw a, a wrench in this, I've, I've talked to some people who are adamant that once you sell, that as long as you can cross-sell and upsell, then even a customer should be in your ABM. It's a different kind of, of communication because they're a customer, but you're trying to retain them and upsell and cross-sell and things like that. So- it's but just that's the, that's interesting. The that's the person, not the company. I completely agree that the person, you, it's it's always the cycle, or the you know circle cycle, whatever you want to call it. That that once they become a customer, there's you noticed earlier. I just said I said they're always a prospect. See, once they're a customer, they they. Well, do you think for cross sell? So once they so there's a group of people that we're trying to influence to sell. And it could be user, it could be influencer, it could be decision maker, writer of the check. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then they buy and they're the customer. Does it automatically just go down to that one person who wrote the check or made the decision? No, I think, all, I think tra- everybody stays in the loop. Okay. And if everybody whole, stays in the loop, can it still be ABM? But, but they are, they are, <laughs> no, ABM to me is identifying a company. <laughs> That's what a, that's what ABM to me is. It's it's the first. So ABM to use the first part is it not the the entire process no, of marketing? No, because to? that's just marketing. That's just oh, that, that's marketing. That's what we that's what we need to do all the this time. This is what right? we need to do all the time. We need to do knew that all the time. You know, 
once we identify mm-hmm. who that who that person is that has has a role, now we're marketing. To, now we're marketing to an individual, which is ultimately what marketing is all about. ABM, in, in my opinion, ABM to me is identification. Hmm. Identifying the company that I want to sell to. Okay, I think I, I think I have a little broader definition because I think I mean I agree that it's marketing once you identify the person, but I I, I think. I could still call it ABM as I'm marketing to them because I'm doing things particularly for that account. I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it's no, no. I, see, I, th- I completely agree. Once you are working with somebody, it's, it's, it's marketing to that person. You're still, you're still communicating with it. If you're communicating with people, you know, in, in a manner of continuing the relationship and everything like that, that's marketing. You know, even if you've been dealing with them for years, you're still having that communication with them that can can be be identified, you know, defined as marketing. Mm-hmm. OK, so I uh, yeah, I mean, I think we're more or less on the same page. Well, let uh, me ask you one one other question. What do you think people struggle with the most? What we just went through yeah. and talked through doesn't sound all that complicated. No, or or, or a problem. But what do you think people struggle for with when it comes to ABM? Have you come across people that are not executing it correctly? I, th- I think I think people say I don't understand, I don't understand ABM. You know, and and then I I kind of describe it the way you and I just just talk about it, and they go, "Well, what's so special <laughs> about that?" You know, right. and I go, "Nothing, <laughs> nothing." <laughs> You know, it's not, it's just, you see, it's just that, you know, again, like with the personas where somebody says, oh, we're going to, you know, we we can sell you a two day workshop to identify, to, you know, for $25,000 to help you identify your, you know, and and define your personas, you know, and it's sort of Well, I guess what you're saying is that the term ABM is clever marketing in and of itself. I think it's, I think it's clever. Yes. I think it's clever marketing. Just like, you know, and, and like if we were if we were clever, we would come up with you know the next ABM, and really it would only yeah. just be some words that we could find. And yeah, then I think we can get HubSpot and and Marketo to to spearhead that's, it. That's right. I don't think uh, let's do it. I I think we, I, I think, and, and this is not this is not just because I'm I'm old. It's because I'm experienced, and you are too. You know, this is not rocket science. Okay. True. If you were uh, 20-something and you just, you actually have an undergraduate degree in PR or digital marketing or something like that, and you graduate and you've done some internships and then you're starting your first job and you're in there, you you don't know anything but all these electronic all the tools, all the digital stuff, all the all the names, the 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 logo splashes and that. And you read all these articles about ABM and you don't have 30 years of background to know. You're not even 30 years old. So I'm not blaming those people at all. I know you're not either, but it is interesting to if any of the people are listening that are at that stage of their career to say people are going to tell you that, that a lot of things are now like sort of expected 
and oh, you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And, you know, you can apply common sense to all of these things. You don't have to do anything in marketing. What you have to do is what makes sense to enable effective selling, really, in the end. Yeah, that's, you know, marketing is enabling selling. Okay. Or as the, even some of the, 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 the big time people who are direct response marketers, and I tend to lean in that area, uh, is that marketing is just sales, sales without, without the face to face. You know, it's, it's, you are getting, you are getting as close to the sale as possible with, with through marketing. And, and sometimes you can get the sale. Right. Why else are we doing it? And I've talked to people that are sort of fresh out of school or young in their careers. And they're like, well, well, no, we're not selling. We're not trying to sell. We're trying to gain awareness Yeah. or build our brand. Right. Okay. Why are you trying to do that? Uh, mm, well, eventually, so we can sell more. So yeah. it, honestly, everything we do is- Everything we do is, is, is to so sell more. That's what it's a all transaction. about. How does this help you sell more? Okay. And you can call it something new. You can say, and, and like you said way earlier, the, you know, the thing about ABM is that is, is the main thing they're, they're hanging their hat on is they're, they're saying technology enables you to do all of this other stuff. That's why it's called ABM. No, (laughs) (laughs) it's not. That's why it's called ABM. It's just that technology enables you to do, to do stuff more efficiently that has always been called marketing. (laughs) Right. And by the way, Nobody is trying to say, anybody that's listening, nobody is trying to say we're, everything's about sales and we're trying to rip people off or take advantage of people, just the opposite. If we have something that's not of use to anybody, no one's going to buy it. I've heard that when the value is obvious, the decision is easy. That's right. That's right. That's very, very. I've heard that from somewhere. I've heard that somewhere. And, uh, And that's a good place for us to end this this episode um, talking about ABM and and uh, and whatever else is underneath it and all that sort of stuff. I, ISBM or uh, I, ICBM, ICBMs, yeah, ICBMs, ICBMs intercontinental right. ballistic missiles. Yeah. Turn your turn your marketing into an a, a, an ICBM, an effective missile. That's right for That's selling. Right. Yeah, because the more more efficient and effective you can be, then the more successful you should be if you exactly. got some, if you got something and people want to buy. And it's a global strategy because it is inter, it's intercontinental. So that, that's right. It is. So there it is. That's the next. It's not, it's not inner. It's not intercontinental. It's inter. It, inter. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yep. Okay. On that so, note. On that note. We should sign off. Take us out. Take us away, sir. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the B two B. Marketing and Sales Podcast with the Dave Loomis, that's myself, and not the rock star Steve Miller. Join us again soon. Thank you. 
Thank you for listening to another episode of the one and only B2B Marketing and Sales Podcast. The source for B2B Marketing and Sales Insights. If you enjoyed the podcast, please be sure to subscribe and leave these old guys a five-star rating. Check the show notes for any links and contact information. You can always contact us by going to b2bmarketingsalespodcast.com. Thank you and keep on marketing. Keep on selling. 